Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Paulie Paps from the Dan Patrick Show. We've got an awesome podcast to tell you about today. It's the big podcast with Shaq. Of course, it's big. Tune in every week as Shaq and his crew cover sports, entertainment, and a lot more with Shaq. That's the only way the diesel does it. The show is full of laughs and amazing stories. Stay tuned to the end of this episode from a great clip from the big podcast with Shaq. Then be sure to subscribe on Podcast One, Apple Podcasts, and many other podcast listening apps so you don't miss an episode. It's Mattress Firm's Daylight Savings Sale. This weekend, you might lose an hour, but you can gain a better night's sleep. Save up to $600 when you get a king bed for a queen price and a queen for a twin. Plus, Friday through Tuesday, get a free adjustable base when you spend just $4.99. Don't wait. Visit a store near you or mattressfirm.com to find your perfect bed. Your budget stretches further at Mattress Firm. Offer valid and qualifying purchase. Restrictions apply. Daughter participating locations only. For all the details, visit mattressfirm.com slash sale. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Here he is from our Mercedes Mobile Studio. This is Dan Patrick. Welcome to the program, Dan and the Dennis, Dan Patrick Show on this Wednesday. Our man cave here in Miami starting to feel a little bit more like a Super Bowl, Super Bowl 54. Paulie just told me he's betting on the Super Bowl. When's the last time you bet on the Super Bowl? I would say probably college. There was a there was a Niners, maybe a Niners Denver Super Bowl where the Niners were given like 13 or 14 points. I'd take the Niners. I, yeah, I think I did take the Niners. Yeah. I won. But I'm working up a prop bet. Do you want to you want to hear it? See, we had Danny Sheridan, the great odds maker from USA Today, he said, "Don't do prop bets." It's kind of a parlay, and I'm trying to find out what odds I can get. Okay. Even though I may not necessarily believe in it, I think this is a good money play. Raheem Mostert, the yeah. running back, yeah. I think he's seven to one to be Super Bowl MVP. Okay. So if you bet a hundred, and you get seven hundred, I was going to put because if he's Super Bowl MVP, that means obviously they won the game. So you wouldn't bet on him without betting on them, the Niners. I was going to parlay the Niners to win outright and Raheem Mostert to win MVP of the game. Mm. Even though I don't necessarily believe that that's going to happen. I just think there's a great odds play on it. A great. And how much money are you putting on it? I was going to put uh, 100. A hundred on it. And I'm trying to find out what, what I would make. Okay. But I, w- I would assume if the Niners win, they're going to get a lead, hold it, and run for 150 yards. And it's mostly him. Cause isn't Tevin Coleman banged up with the, uh, the shoulder thing? Yeah. But he's supposed to play. Mm. So you're not going to go with George Kittle. It, it, it's good, but Mostert, if they're winning, he's going to get carry the ball 20, I would think, 20 times. And once again, you don't have belief in Jimmy Garoppolo. Because normally the quarterback... Looks-wise. Looks-wise. Looks-wise, but not quarterback play-wise? Yes, McClellan. There's sort of been a trend to go to the quarterback no matter what. Not not every year, but I feel like your safest odds has to be Mahomes. And even though Garoppolo isn't featured, I still think if they win and everybody plays well, don't you just default pick the quarterback? You've been yeah. in, in, you know, if you heard in your ear, we're, we're deciding, we're deciding. Like, is that the safe pick? It feels like that, but you would have thought the Steelers with Ben Roethlisberger against the Cardinals, and you lead that two-minute drill, and he threw a perfect, perfectly placed pass. Santonio Holmes made the grab. I don't know how many catches Holmes had in that Super Bowl. I just know Roethlisberger had one of the greatest two-minute drives in the history of the sport, 
and he didn't get the MVP. Remember we were watching it at the bar the other day, the highlight, and he, Roethlisberger had great plays throughout the whole day. Yeah. It's shocking. But, you know, he, Nick Foles won, Brady won, Von Miller won defensively, then Brady, Malcolm Smith, Flacco, Eli, Rogers, Malcolm Reed, Smith. Not the linebacker for the Seahawks. Yeah. Remember, Beach Russell didn't even get to touch the ball. The defense scored so many points on us. I can't remember which team they played. That not Seattle Super Bowl. Yeah, Todd, do you remember? I don't. You're not even listening to us. I was typing an email. Who were we talking about? John Elway. I was typing an email about a guest that we have coming up. I know, but we're, we're on... Radio know, TV right an, now. I know it was about an upcoming guest. And a, like, is, it, is it Saquon Barkley? It's something Saquon Barkley related. Okay. But you had to do it right now. I probably could have waited about 30 seconds. You see those cameras and these microphones are on. There's a show going. Yeah, right? yeah you should listen. I got distracted. When I get a note from a PR person, I panic that someone's canceling or there's a delay or okay. something. Doesn't the PR person know that you're on a you would hope. national show? They have their own concerns about making sure everything's on time. Okay. Yeah, Paul. I, I know what McLovin's saying about the safe pick is Mahomes or Garoppolo for Super Bowl MVP. It is the safe pick, but you can't make any money off it. Uh, Mostert opened up as 7-1 to one odds to win MVPs down to 5.5. So a lot of money is coming out of him to be Super Bowl MVP because there's money to be made, not necessarily that it's going to happen. Okay. By the way, we were talking about Seattle blowing out Denver in the Super Bowl. I don't like talking about that guy. I know, but anyway. you weren't even listening, but I was just saying that's what we were talking about. I know, but that was depressing. They lost like 44-8. to eight. Are you listening to another show right now? I got I got some music in my ear. Oh, okay. Are you listening to Levitard right now? He's very entertaining. Yeah. I like his dad and highly questionable. All right. Well, I mean, the shirts. I feel like I should listen to the Levitard did drop off some shirts yesterday for us. I probably should listen to the podcast during this Yeah, day. you're right. Yes, McLeod. Why is the front row too cool to wear these Levitard shirts? I am really disappointed in Seton and Paul. Mine's blousy. It's like an extra large. It's very poppy-esque. That's, my, that's Miami. Yeah. Mine, mine's a little blousy too, and it's also uh, extremely white. And the combination between my <laughs> extremely pale skin and these unbelievably bright lights, I feel like we would have to rebalance the entire set. And yours is a Starface um, T-shirt. Yeah, which I'm cool with. I'm super cool with yeah. Starface. Um, but yeah, it just—I don't really think it would have been the best look for right now. Paul, you got the odds of the Niners winning and Mostert being the MVP. Yeah, my guy out west, Montreal Max, just hit me up. He said he can get me 15-1 to 1 on Mostert MVP and the Niners to win outright. So, honey, gets you 1,500. Okay. Who would like to get a piece of that? I might jump in. You want to put uh, put a third of it? No. Uh, I might jump in on that. Yeah. Doesn't nobody, get, nobody gets hurt too bad? Yeah. No, I got Chiefs. I'll put a grand down. Yeah, I got Chiefs. You got to go Chiefs because you picked yeah. up preseason, so... You're, that's why you don't bet anymore, because you have to oh, make predictions on air. No, I, God, I hated gambling. Hated it. You hated losing. No, I even I just I couldn't watch a game. I just I, I, I even now I'll, I'll have a hard time watching this Super Bowl because I picked the Chiefs. You know, imagine what's going through my mind when the Texans are up twenty-four, or when the Titans are up ten. I'm going, just just get to the AFC title game so you make a prediction that's respectable. I just didn't want him to bow out the way the Eagles did. Yes, Todd? Were you really making, like, fantasy lineups and doing betting, like, like during commercial breaks? Yes. Sports Center. When I, I did Sports Center, and uh, this was during the NBA season, and I remember Keith Oberman was on camera doing his lead-in to a game, and I'm off camera, and I got my computer there, and it was so unprofessional. I remember trading Stacy Ogman and Alonzo Mourning, and uh, Mookie Blaylock was also in the deal. 
And I was trying to pull off this fantasy, you know, rotisserie deal while I'm on TV at 11.15 at night. I did pull off the deal, ended up winning the league, which is more important than being unprofessional (laughs) on TV. But uh, it would drive me crazy. I would get into fantasy leagues just for the draft. I'd walk by a room. Now, we'd have these conference rooms at ESPN. You could walk by and there could be production assistants. They were going to have their own league or could be coordinating producers. I'd walk by. And if somebody was just starting a draft, I would go in and just draft. I didn't care about anything other than just drafting. And then we did baseball drafts where you had $100 to spend, and then you had to build your entire roster with $100. And that was fascinating as well, of how much you spend on a certain guy, and is that too much to spend on a certain guy? It became a – I was in fantasy rehab. Like, you didn't know they had fantasy rehab. I was in fantasy. Well, how do you do that when it's almost time for you to, to go to a highlight or read something on the teleprompter and, and you're doing that right before it's, you're on camera after Keith says something? Well, it's like when you're doing an email during a show. Like that? Yeah. yeah similar. But you were obviously multitask a lot better than I did uh, a couple of minutes ago. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Zero awareness. If Prince had a band, it'd be called Zero Awareness. Yeah, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it for Zero Awareness. Second yeah. autobiography, Zero Awareness. Uh, if you're watching, you get a chance to see another great piece of art by our street artist, Arcee, who uh, painted Kobe Bryant. And uh, he started on this a couple of days ago. He wanted to know, you know, would we like him to paint Kobe Bryant? And I said, yes, sooner the better. And he painted a brilliant portrait of Kobe. You can see this on Audience Channel 239. DirecTV. We'll, we'll tweet this out. But the one thing to note, and he, RC, wanted us to make sure that we told the audience, the butterfly in the left-hand corner is Kobe's daughter, who uh, died in that uh, helicopter crash. And, and RC does work for Disney, and he always has a hidden uh, Mickey Mouse in all of his portraits. Uh, th- this one he did not. Uh, he put the butterfly up there in the left-hand corner to uh, represent his daughter. Yes, Paul? It's really surreal how he does this with spray paint, because when you see him start... It looks like kind of a, um, I don't know, kind of a mushy mess of like background spray paint, and then it just comes together as he goes, and it's it's exactly the image. It looks like a it looks like a photograph. He did Michael Irvin on Monday, Don Shuley yesterday, Kobe on short notice today, and then he's got two more coming up tomorrow. We wanted to do iconic Miami sports figures, but. Uh, Kobe, with that news, we wanted to be able to do that as well. So he's done a wonderful job. When you tell the story of the Super Bowl, it usually starts with quarterbacks, with uh, Mahomes and Jimmy Garoppolo. It's a fascinating matchup because we look at Mahomes. He's the MVP. Um, He's been remarkable in the playoffs. And Jimmy G is still a little bit of an unknown. You know, I guess we think by proxy or osmosis, he somehow is going to become Tom Brady on Sunday. And maybe he will. Garoppolo, though, played at Eastern Illinois. Normally not thought of as a football power. And then Mahomes went to Texas Tech. We sometimes focus on Alabama and Clemson, Ohio State, L.A. Like these traditional powers, and you go, well, that's where you find your quarterback. That's not necessarily where you find your quarterback. And now Mahomes at Texas Tech and the Grapple at Eastern Illinois are going to face off for the Super Bowl. And one will go down in history as a Super Bowl hero. So, It'll be fun, but when it comes to, you know, if Joe Burrow doesn't get injured and ends up playing at Ohio State, is he Joe Burrow winning the Heisman Trophy International title? I don't know that. But he got hurt at Ohio State, and then he transferred, and then went to LSU. You're not quite sure, because you think, well, he couldn't start at Ohio State, so LSU's going to get him. Alabama, 
you know, is Tua going to be a great pro? Would you think he was going to be a great pro? You can look at some of these guys who play with big-time programs, and then it's sometimes these, like Gardner Minshew. Mike Leach said to him, Gardner Minshew was going to Alabama, and he was probably going to be a backup at Alabama. And Mike Leach, then the head coach of Washington State, said, hey, dude, do you want to lead the nation in passing or not? Because we're going to lead the nation in passing. If you want to come here, you can lead the nation in passing. You want to go to Alabama? Go to Alabama. But if you come here, you'll lead the nation in passing, which is what he did. Yeah, Paul. You, know, you talk about Mahomes and when he got drafted by the Chiefs. I looked up a couple of articles this morning. When they traded up to get him, it wasn't all flowers and sunshine. People were like, what are they doing? They have Alex Smith. Alex Smith is playing very good football. He's They got him for a low price at the time. He was not an expensive quarterback. They had all this talent around him. People thought it was a weird uh, weird to trade up for a quarterback when you had a quarterback. It was not – no, not everyone loved it. Quite a few people didn't. Well, I can only go by what I saw in college, and, and we've talked about this on the program. When I saw uh, Patrick Mahomes playing, I thought, that guy looks like he's having a whole lot of fun and making it up as he goes along. And he had a game against Oklahoma State where it was just back and forth, and it was you know typical Big 12, not much defense. And I just said, and I came in that Monday and told the Dan, I think I even told you guys to tune, tune over to Texas Tech and Oklahoma State and gave you the channel on DirecTV. Like, it was halftime and it was a shootout. I go, you got to watch this guy. I didn't know he could be the greatest quarterback in the league, but he had a great arm, had a pedigree with his father being a professional baseball player. But he just never seemed like he was bothered by anything. Yeah, Paul. You can go back and see even more criticism the Chiefs, more so than everyone in the NFL, taking Mahomes over Deshaun Watson. A lot of national people said Mahomes has done nothing in his college career as far as accomplishments, taking yeah. his team. And Watson had done everything, and they took him over. A lot of criticism. Yeah, McLovin. There's a story that came out. I think it was media that where Anthony was telling the story of Brett Veach, who's now the GM in Kansas City, kept in the fall kept coming with these Mahomes highlights. And Reed said to him, but I don't see him in a Kuiper Mache mock draft. I think you have the wrong guy. <laughs> and Reed said to him, this is the best player I've ever scouted in my life. He's our next quarterback. Even when Alex Smith was having all pros. So Andy's like, it wasn't my genius. It was this guy, Brett Veach, who, who saw it. But you're right. He wasn't in mock drafts. So uh, Andy was like, who? And, and my uh, source, who's this NFL scout, says, hey, you got to get Mahomes on. He's climbing up the draft boards. And I go, he is? He goes, yeah, he's the hottest quarterback. And I thought, but the, the Bears aren't talking about taking him. And, and I remember we had him in studio in New York City and uh, seemed a little kind of nerdy. But, but there was something about him, like low-key. And I go, God, I guess it, guys, we got to get him on. He's moving up the draft boards. And then we had him on in studio. And then, but you look at Deshaun Watson, and he gave you a resume. I still believe NFL teams love you know, what they don't know. You can look at Deshaun Watson and go, that dude was a star in college, and why wouldn't you think he would be a star? It's Daniel Jones and Mitchell Trubisky. Oh, my gosh, what they could be. They looked the part, but they didn't, they didn't perform the part in college, but you love the potential as opposed to somebody who's right in front of you, and you go, yeah, I've seen that. But, you know, the, the chance for finding Daniel Jones or uh, – you know, Mitchell Trubisky's greatness. That seemed to intrigue those teams. Yeah, McLevin. Yeah, Jordan Love, who we talked about yesterday, the Utah State quarterback, 20 touchdowns, 17 picks this year. I know. But then, you know, his wide receivers were hurt or his team was hurt. Because I watched two games and I went, I don't, I don't know. I don't see it. A lot like Daniel Jones, right? It feels similar. Yeah. Because I watched games that Daniel Jones was in in college and didn't really 
I, it's not like I went, boy, that guy right there is really good. Sometimes you'll see that and you'll go, that guy's good. His team's not very good. Daniel Jones just looked like he was a a nice quarterback, a nice Duke quarterback. And Mitchell Trubisky was a nice North Carolina quarterback. Nothing special about it. And maybe maybe that's the case with Mitchell Trubisky. But we've well, got one more year on the clock. Yeah, on the club. If you were recruiting at like McKinsey or like a bank or something, Daniel Jones would be your guy. Clean cut, Eli Manning clone. Don't you think when you look at him, like that's what you would say when you saw him? I sort of see a young Jim Carrey when I see him. Yeah. <laughs> he does Probably exactly not what you like want to see. Like if you're Daniel Jones, like who do you who do you see when you see me? Uh, Jim Carrey. Not comedically, quarterback wise. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how good a quarterback Jim Carrey was. Is he right? Canadian? He, I think yes. he's Canadian. Jim Carrey. Yeah. Yes. Daniel yeah. Jones, Canadian? I don't think so. I don't so. think so either. I don't think so either. We'll check. Okay. Thank you. We'll get some of our best people on that. By the way, go to rockauto.com. All the parts your car or truck will ever need. Rockauto.com. Family business founded by automotive engineers in 1999. Two goals in mind. Why do I have this bell on my desk? I was wondering that if that was like an inside joke or something. I have no idea. They just put this stuff here. They put a car on here. You know, we have a, a wonderful uh, person, Lauren, who puts the tchotchkes on here. I got a box of cigars. I, like, I didn't ask for them. Are they legit? Yeah. They're not prop cigars? No. No, but I got I got that here. Like, I, I got a surfboard on here. Do you want to go over what we're stealing from the set and bringing home now, or do you want to do it later? No, we should do that later. Okay, because some good stuff. But It'd soon be a shame if some of those cigars started disappearing. Well, we usually take inventory. When when we go onto a Super Bowl set, I immediately go, what can I get back to the home man care? Right. <laughs> Automatically. And uh, I've already taken inventory there. By the way, inventory with rockauto.com, Segway, all the parts your car or truck will ever need. You can go to rockauto.com 24-7. Tell them we sent you. Right, Dan Patrick and me. How did you hear about us, Box? All the parts your car or truck will ever need at rockauto.com. We'll take a break. Saquon Barkley will put his spies on display next to mine. That's coming up next here on the Dan Patrick Show. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcastone.com, clicking on the Support This Podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and, of course, supporting. And now, back to the show. It's Mattress Firm's Daylight Savings Sale. This weekend, you might lose an hour, but you can gain a better night's sleep. Save up to $600 when you get a king bed for a queen price and a queen for a twin. Plus, Friday through Tuesday, get a free adjustable base when you spend just $4.99. Don't wait. Visit a store near you or mattressfirm.com to find your perfect bed. Your budget stretches further at Mattress Firm. Offer valid qualifying purchase. Restrictions apply. Valid to participate in locations only. For offer details, visit mattressfilm.com slash sale. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Ever gotten a car and that song that you hear, the first song, that stays with you the rest of the day? We had Van Halen on, and then we got into a Van Halen discussion for some reason en route to uh, the show today. 
And wasn't it the bass player in Van Halen? Who is the bass player in Van Halen? Michael Anthony? Oh, Mike. Is right? he? Isn't that his name? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and he would play like the Jack Daniels bass, I remember. It looked like a Jack Daniels bottle. But didn't he want more money? Oh, no, I don't know if he ever actually asked for more money. I just made sort of the offhanded comment because David Lee Roth is going nuts. And obviously Eddie Van Halen is great. And uh, when in running for the running from the devil, yeah. that bass line is basically just doom, 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 mm-hmm. doom, and everybody else is going bonkers. And you're like, you can just imagine him walking in one day and being like, I think I deserve equal money than you guys. Like, no, you don't. Is it just me, or did Eddie Van Halen and Valerie Bertinelli basically look like the same person when yes. they were married? Yeah. Did they be? Do you, do you, are you attracted to somebody who looks like you? Kind of frizzy hair, both could shred. Yeah, I don't know. Actually, I don't, I don't know. know. Valerie could could shred. By the way, first time you can watch uh, the big game, as they like to say, in 4K HDR on DirecTV. DirecTV, the leader in 4K live sports. With 4K, you get nearly four times the display resolution in HD, an immersive home viewing experience. You get to watch live sports like never before. And if you don't have 4K, go to att.com/patrick4k for more information. By the way, we went fishing yesterday, and uh, I caught a shark. Now. Not a big shark, but you know it wasn't like Jaws. But I did, I did reel it in. It took about three minutes, two minutes. It's a no. It took about twenty minutes to bring it. Actually, I milked it for all it was worth because <laughs> this guy gave up a long time ago, and I'm going, no, nope, I can't get him in. And uh, we had cameras rolling on me. What was it about? Two feet, two and a half feet, shark. Yeah, probably. And uh, the shark is there, and the guy in the, in the boat is holding the shark, and, and the thing's wiggling a little bit. He goes. Can I put my hands by his mouth? He goes, yeah, you can. I don't know what's going to happen to you. What would happen if I put my hands in that thing's mouth right now? Yeah, we're showing it right now. It looks bigger than what it really was, I think. It's a lot stronger than you think. Yeah. Yeah. Still caught a shark, though. Little shark week on the damn page. Yeah, shark week. Little baby shark week. Shark week. Baby shark week. Yes. Did you say, I think we're going to need a smaller boat? Yes, I did. (laughs) Yeah. We didn't need a bigger boat to bring that guy in. But we, uh, we only had, we caught one fish yesterday. That was it, out there for a couple hours. All right, our following guest and I have a lot in common. We both appeared naked on the cover of ESPN, the magazine's body issue. His uh, thighs measure 28 inches around. Both of mine combined measure 28 inches around. He's known for his weight room prowess. He can power clean over 400 pounds. I'm more of a clean and jerk guy. Maybe we don't have anything in common, but we do have the same broadcasting degree in communications. Therefore, we mailed it in in college. Please welcome Saquon Barkley. Uh-oh. Boy, he's going down the row there. Saying hello to everybody. Saquon, how are you? Can I put this right up? Yes, you can. Right. Brought in his old spice. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, you're not giving me a hint there, but uh, it's good to see you again. How you doing? How you feeling? I'm doing good. Yeah? You ever been fishing? I've never been fishing, um, like, once when I was little, but not really big into it. And you grew up, uh, you born in the Bronx, grew, grew up, up in Pennsylvania? Yep. Were you a Steelers fan? No, I was a New York Jets fan. Yeah. You never changed when you got there? Nah, uh-uh. I, I feel like when I got to Pennsylvania, I didn't want everyone to love the Steelers, the Eagles, or the Patriots. So I didn't want to like, be like everyone else, so I just kind of stuck. My dad's a Jets fan, too, so I kind of stuck with the Jets. Do you have posters on your wall? Uh... No, my dad got like a tattoo, but like that's the only thing we had. Like, he got a tattoo like, of the Jets. Yeah. Oh, so it's serious. No, no, yes, serious. Yeah, he's a, he's a big Jets fan. Did you want to get drafted by the Jets? Um, no, I just wanted to go to New York, kind of. Either one. 
And, that, I, got, and I got one. That didn't sound too convincing. No. Because it was Jets was number three, yeah. and the Giants is number two. And like, if you ask anybody, would you rather go number two or number three? And everyone's gonna say probably two. So but could you imagine how emotional your dad would have been if you went to the Jets? The same thing though, because I'm home. Like I'm literally an hour away from where my parents live, so I got the best of both worlds, no matter what. Who was your uh, running back? Um, You're Curtis Martin, I'm going to yeah, guess. Curtis did you, Martin. Did yeah, Curtis Did you meet him? Yeah, I met him. Um, I, did like, I did like a little segment with him before, uh, and I played him in chess. I started picking up chess, and uh, um, <laughs> he, he got the best of me. Let's say that. Yeah. yeah? Because, like, you know, physically you look like Barry Sanders a little bit. Do you get that comparison when uh, you're coming out of college? Yeah, I got that comparison. Have you met Barry? Yeah, Barry's, Barry's uh, probably my favorite player um, in football. Barry made it look pretty easy as a running back. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, there's certain guys. I don't know if there's somebody else that you look at them and you go, like, Patrick Mahomes makes playing quarterback look easy. easy. Yeah. Yeah. But is there another running back where you go, it's not as easy as he's making it seem? Um, Christian McCaffrey, he does. I think he's a. I think he makes it look pretty easy. He's is there competition back. between you two? Uh, every back. Every single one of us, yeah. Who's, uh, who's the best running back in football? Um, the best running back of football, um, obviously I would say myself, but outside of myself, I would pick uh, Derek Henry. finished the season amazing, but I would go with Christian McCaffrey was a, a, the best running back. Could you imagine trying to tackle Derek Henry? That's why I play off. <laughs> <laughs> Have you made a tackle? Uh, I missed a bad tackle this year against Dallas. I'm um, glad that never got on film. You're not the uh, only giant who missed a tackle against the wow. Cowboys. Whoa, whoa, wow. whoa. We're um, on. In college, uh, actually, my sophomore year, uh, I played JV running back, but uh, I was I started a little varsity towards the end of the year for sophomore, and um, I got, like, some looks for defense, but uh, my first offer was I got, like, offered for running back by Rutgers um, off my JV highlight film. So if it wasn't Penn State, you were going to Rutgers? No, I committed to Rutgers first. Oh, like, admitted, I was going to Rutgers, and then uh, James Franklin and Penn State offered me and kind of stole me. What was it? Just um, obviously Coach Franklin and all those guys did an amazing job, but uh, I don't know if you guys ever been to a Penn State game, uh, but if you go to I have been to Happy uh, a White Owl and 110,000 fans screaming, um, I don't think it get any better than that. So um, kind of just the tradition and just the history there and um, the actually being there and seeing the games kind of just sold me. So, like 15,000 people at Rutgers watching a football game was not they had like 55. They had like, they had like 55, 50,000. They had like, I'm not going to sell them short, but uh, I don't think any, I don't think any, uh, I haven't played down south really, so I can't speak on them, but uh, all the places I've been, um, no one competes with Penn State. We're talking to Saquon Barkley of the Giants. What was your welcome to the NFL moment? Um, Somebody hit you? No, uh, I was, I walked in the locker room and my teammate was Eli Manning. I would say that was my welcome to NFL. So you see him, and then yeah, because I was like, I mean, like I said, I was a Jets fan, and um, when the Jets didn't make the playoff, which was often, um, and the Giants was in, we were root for the Giants. My family root for the Giants, and um, so I always root for Eli. And you know, I have, I can remember exactly where I was at when they won both those Super Bowls, and um, so when I like walked into the, the, I guess you could say the locker room. Oh, it was a lunchroom, actually, uh, and, I, and I saw Eli Manning. I was like, oh, that's, that's Eli Manning. So I guess that was it. But a hit would be, um, you were talking about it earlier, um, who was on here, J.J. Watt. Uh, we had, like, a, a counter play to the left. He beat the right tackle Ooh. to the right and still made a tackle as I was getting the ball. 
and kind of just like drove me back, and I was just like, I just started clapping like, <laughs> okay, you, you got that one, buddy. How do you deal with injuries? Um, how do you deal with injuries? It's, it's part of the game, you know. Um, it's 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 going to happen. Uh, you know, it depends how severe they are. Um, but, but you want to come back and help your team, but you have to be patient. Yeah, but it's also like it's it's it's, it's a fine line because sometimes it's. Are you telling yourself you're not healthy, or you're actually not healthy? And that's what I'm saying. There's every every injury is different, and um, obviously I got hurt this year, but uh, I felt like that I could have came back even earlier than that. But um, obviously I didn't, and I, I waited uh, three or four weeks. Uh, but it was in my mindset. I think everyone's different. When I got hurt, my mindset was, oh, I'm out for four weeks. My first thing said, how can I come back tomorrow? And the things I can do in the rehab, I can do, and um, you know what I can do in treatment. That was just my mindset. And um, and, and then when you get injured in games, you know sometimes um, you know you just, your adrenaline's going. It's just, it's, it's, your adrenaline rushes at a high level, and you're just trying to do whatever you can to go out there and win games that uh, it don't even bother you or you don't even notice it to probably next morning. How'd you pick your number? Um, so I was 21 in high school, uh, and then they just, they told me at Penn State I would be 21 when I get there. I got there. I was 26. Um, uh, one of my good friends who played for the Detroit Lions, Amani, he was 21. I was supposed to play special teams my freshman year, so we couldn't both be on. The, I was supposed to be kick returner. I ended up being one of the starter running backs. And then in the NFL, uh, I, I would have considered changing my number, but when I got drafted, I had like the highest jersey sale, I guess, and I kind of was just stuck with 26. So, so you didn't want to change? Uh, I mean. I probably changed at some point in my career. I think, but like go back to twenty one. Um, maybe twenty one. I, I like twenty one. I like twenty four. Um, maybe something in thirty. Something different. You uh, graduated in communications. Uh, two more classes. Oh, okay. All right. So, what do you want to do with that? Uh, you want to do this? Yeah. All right. Let's go. You ask. Uh, you want to? You get two questions for me. You got me on this last year. Oh man, okay. I know, but I'm, I'm saying I would have helped you yeah, if, I know. if you needed help. I was there. If it's you know that final paper and you need to interview, yeah. big time broadcaster. So am I asking and introduce okay. you to Bob Costas? Okay. What's the what's the moment that you realize that this is the passion and what you want to do for your life? I was 12 years old, and I would read the Sports Illustrated, and I would cut out the pictures before my dad got home, so he would pick up the Sports Illustrated and all the pictures would be cut out because they would be on my bedroom wall. I feel like a lot of athletes think that, you know, just because we play sports, and I even had this mindset last year until I was talking to you, um, I feel like it would be a great answer not only for myself but for young athletes. A lot of athletes think that once they're done with the sport, they can just transition right to this because they played it. Um, but what's the hardest part of transitioning to get into the level that you're at? Well, you got to decide if you, you know, are you somebody who's going to teach the game when you do a game? Tony Romo can teach a game to you when he does, or are you going to just be an entertainer? Like, what what kind of analyst do you want to be? But also, when you're you're doing it, um, how much do you know the game? Yeah. You play the game. Sometimes you may not know the game. It's just reactionary to yeah. you. Can you break down the defense for me? Mm -hmm. You know, other positions, and that I find is really hard, especially from a running back position because you see the game differently than a quarterback or a tight end would or a middle linebacker and quarterback to me or maybe a, a free safety could see the game and be an analyst and tell you everything that's going on feels like those positions because you're just lining up and you're probably looking at there's a linebacker here 
running backs or uh, defensive ends. So you see the game in smaller picture. You got to see a big picture if you're going to be able to broadcast because that's the fun part when you have somebody saying, "Look at the Mike linebacker; he's cheating right there." Now we don't see it, but you would see it. Mm-hmm. Now what's that mean? And then you tell somebody that, yeah, to be able to do that in real time. Uh, we do have your uh, draft profile. Did Wait, we? we How my questions? That was good. Oh, yeah. Now here's the thing: when you ask a question. Take out the front part of that athlete's transitioning. Just okay. say, what's the hardest part for athlete? Get right to your question. Okay. Really quick. It's like getting to the hole quick. You know, unless you're Le'Veon Bell and you dance a little bit, I want you going straight ahead with, okay. with your questions. All right. Thank you. This is your draft profile. We had a hard time finding negative things here. But I want you to read your – this is your draft. This is, these are actual comments made about Saquon Barkley. Plays with inconsistent leg drive to contact with working between the tackles. What does that mean? Um, that when you get tackled, I guess my legs don't continue to turn. So basically, I say I get tackled easy. Uh, if any of this is accurate, you can say. Oh yeah, I'm. I'm see, I'm. I'm big on um, you know uh, being a sub critic. Okay. Like if you want to involve your game, and I always say I want to be one of the best to play. Uh, I got to be my own critic. Harshest critic. Exactly. So this this don't bother me. Okay. Do I agree with that? Um, no, not that part. <laughs> um, we'll need to de- we'll need to develop a more north south mindset as a pro. I agree with that, hundred percent. Um, gets too cute with stutter steps and jukes on the first level, allowing help to flow to the ball. Mm, that's an interesting. Um, Do you float a little bit? Mm, it depends. It, it, what are you looking for? Like, at the first level, it sometimes it works for, like, a Le'Veon Bell. Um, but a Derrick Henry, that's not his type. Of, that's not his type. Um, but for me, I don't view myself as just a one-dimensional type of back. So I feel like I can do a little bit both of that. Um, okay. So it depends on the type of run, type of scheme it has. Is it a power scheme? Is it a gap scheme? Is it a zone scheme? Um, as about with focus, drops as a pass catcher, and his cast rate, radius is limited. I had 91 catches my rookie year. Um, and this is something I will agree on 100%. And this is, like I said, be a sub-critic. Inconsistent at take on blocks and pass pro. Pass pro is something that... Um, you might want to use that old spice. I think you're starting to get a little fired up here. Exactly right. Um, that's something that I agree with 100%. Uh, i got to be more consistent at a pass blocker. Um, a lot of teams, when you... Last year, I called a lot of passes. Um... A lot of teams will blitz a running back or blitz like a Christian McCaffrey and those type of guys to either keep them in um, and uh, to get them to take away space from catching the ball in space. So that's a lot of things teams to do. Um, and they're not even like going for the quarterback. Most of the time they're just trying to get a lick on you. Um, isn't a wrecking ball at all. Can be taken down by the ankles. Um, I mean, have I been ankle tackled before? I just we yeah. just point these things. Yeah. You're just um, said it's not us. Everyone, everyone's been ankle tackled before. Uh, my first year, I had I broke the most tackles. Um, I missed a couple games this year, and I'm pretty sure I probably was in. Uh, now this is coming into the NFL. Just so yeah, you know, I know, I know. just coming into the NFL. Yeah, I'm Rob Ruin. That don't make sense because I, I mean, I'm not too big on this, but like I guess PFF or whatever it's called. Like pro football focus, focus. Yeah, yeah, whatever it's called. My last year in college, I broke the most tackles, so like that don't make no right. sense. And but the final one doesn't run like a 233 pound back. We're not talking Leonard Fournette or Adrian Pearson as an inside runner. I don't. I don't run like a 230 pound back. I think that's what makes me unique. 
I think that's why um, <laughs> you can say you can see similarities to uh, a Barry Sanders or a, a Shady. Um, but when need be, if it's, a, if it's that short down distance or I need to find a way to get that, that yard, I can run like a 230 pound back. So, uh, yeah, I love, I love seeing stuff like this. Drew Brees and J.J. Watt kept it. Yeah, I know. I'm going to keep it, too. All right. Uh, Saquon joining us on, thank, uh, on behalf of a new Old Spice Ultra Smooth line designed for guys who want uh, dermatologist-tested formulas. Do you wear deodorant during a game? I was locking on this still. Do you, yeah, you're I still, do. You're yeah. still bothered uh, by it. not bothered by it. It's not bothered by it. It's, it's, do you it's, wear deodorant during a game? Uh, yes. Do you wear cologne during a game? No shot. Okay, I'm just like this. Yeah. Uh, but, like, if there's times people who don't wear deodorant, and you can, like, especially, like, the big sweaty linemen. Yeah. And, like, when they tackle you, you can, like, ugh. So they need some Ultra Smooth, for sure. You can buy uh, Old Spice Ultra Smooth in stores now. Yep. It's great to see you. Yeah, How's your daughter doing? She's doing fantastic, actually. Yeah? About to go on two in April. Oh, so, boy. Yeah. Okay. They call it terrible twos. I know. She's already, she she knows, um, she got she got daddy on her belt already, so. Um, but it's, it's, it's a blessing. Um, uh, I get to wake up every day, live my dream as a father, and live my dream as an NFL player, and hopefully try to have impact on others. Uh, one of these days, you can you can host this show. Yeah. It, when when you think you're ready to host this show, I you think we have a you can bring somebody in. Soon, right? You're gonna lock, when, when this no, season is locked down. Yeah, we we'll probably have a lockout okay. soon. So during that time, I already talked to my people. Um, I'm gonna make get sure I get, yeah, get some time on on shows and stuff like that. Um, just to, even if it's an internship, even if I'm behind the scenes, just to learn a little bit. But that's what you need. You need to get around people and see how you know you're professional in one sport. You got to be professional in something else, and yes, you just have to figure that out. But yes, don't be afraid to volunteer. Like you spend a summer at the NFL Network and work part-time. It, it will help you and, and might decide what you do, you know, at your second career. Yes, sir. It's great to see you, Saquon. Thank you again. It's the new Old Spice Ultra Smooth line. Saquon Barkley of the Giants. We're back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Once again, it's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. GEICO.com. It's Mattress Firm's Daylight Savings Sale. This weekend, you might lose an hour, but you can gain a better night's sleep. Save up to $600 when you get a king bed for a queen price and a queen for a twin. Plus, Friday through Tuesday, get a free adjustable base when you spend just $4.99. Don't wait. Visit the store near you or mattressfirm.com to find your perfect bed. Your budget stretches further at Mattress Firm. Offer valid qualifying purchase. Restrictions apply. to other participating locations only. For all details, visit mattressfirm.com slash sale. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. It's been a while since a man has asked for my phone number, but uh, I was glad to give that to Saquon Barkley. 
Now, if you want to get into this business, and I always tell people, if you want to get into this business, then you got to start earlier than you think. Michael Strahan got in early. Um, you know, I don't know if uh, you're going to have Drew Brees do this. Boomer Esiason got in early. It's just you have to start exploring that because what happens is, and I, I get to see these athletes. I cover them from start to finish. I go back, you know, when Peyton was at Tennessee. Brady was at Michigan. And then you see it through completion. Now what do you do after that? Brady and, you know, Breeze and Manning are, are different cats. But if Saquon wants to do this as a job, you know, as a running back, his career could be over at 31. Who knows? And then what are you going to do? That's where if you want to go into this business and be the broadcaster, then take the steps now. I wonder if Drew Brees, if he retires, would that have anything to do with the availability maybe of Monday Night Football or if Tony Romo leaves and he could go in and work for CBS? I don't know anything about this, but I was wondering about that with Drew Brees. It feels like he would be a natural to be in the broadcast booth. Yes, McLovin? A lot of complaints from the home man cave in Milford because Mario did not like uh, Saquon volunteering to intern and do anything for the show. He's like, I don't need an NFL lockout and Saquon answering the phones. <laughs> uh, I didn't even think of that. I yeah, didn't yeah. think about Mario. Yeah, he's going to all of a sudden be watching the NFLPA news. <laughs> yes, he... I'll tell you what, though. I would love to watch Mario train Saquon, and so this is how I do it. <laughs> so, so tell me again how you answer the phone, Mario. Yeah. Hello, Dan Patrick Show. You want to bring this paper into Dan at this time and say <laughs> this, and then you want to get back and do the phone. Gosh, <laughs> Mario, you make it look so easy. Saquon, uh, every year and a half, every year and a half, check the emails and send them to Dan. Yeah. No matter what, every year and a half. I did say to Saquon Barkley, I said, look, if you'd like to come up, you know, during the summer, uh, you want to come up and intern for a little while, you can. And uh, so he might be doing that. Yeah, so this is next to you is two-a-days. Yeah. Sort of like, let me put this in terms you can understand. He's sort of like the quarterback handing off to the running back. Yeah. So that's your QB right there. Develop a good relationship with him. Yes, Todd. I'm sure you address this with Full Sail University, but how do you find your voice? He's a little bit on the soft-spoken side, and you don't want to be loud and boisterous just to be you know, obnoxiously loud. So how long does it take to find your own individual voice? Well, you don't need to be loud. You need to project. And I did tell him that. I seem, you seem, you seem shy. You got to be able to have a personality there, and you got to be able to. What are you saying, and can you say it in a short amount of time? A lot of times, athletes and former coaches, when they'd come into ESPN, they thought the longer you spoke, really the better you were going to be. And I told him, you got to be 20 second sound bites. Get to your point, get out, and then somebody asks you another question. That's the important part of this, and and we get caught up in how long we talk how long we're speaking about something. If you're an analyst, get in, give me something meaty, and then get out. Uh, the longer you talk, the more you water down what you're saying. And uh, I remember telling that to Tony Dungy and Rodney Harrison. I said to Rodney, you, you don't sort of tackle somebody. You hit somebody. Hit somebody with your answers. It should be right away, straight ahead, direct impact. And he understood that. And then, you know, he, of course, did everything else on his own after that. Yeah, Paul. And you're right about Saquon. I didn't think about it because, you know, he's very, very young and just getting started. But the running back position is even different than, obviously, than quarterback. Quarterback, if they're good, they're going to play 10 years without major injury. Yeah. Running back, if you get to 30, that's fantastic. So you really have to plan early. And, you know, there's, I don't think there's any time that's ideal to get in. But the earlier, the better. 
Uh, you know, Greg Olson's not going to play again. I thought Olson was going to retire this past year because he had a job at Fox doing games. He still has that job at Fox. Uh, you know, Jason Witten retired, I think. He realized he had Monday Night Football. He wasn't ready for Monday Night Football, but in his mind, he was thinking, hey, I got a Hall of Fame career, played for the Cowboys, now I can get in and, you know, be a broadcaster. You know, J.J. Watt is already making those. He's hosting Saturday Night Live. He was in Bad Moms, crushed it. Yeah, of course he did. And uh, hosting Saturday Night Live this week. It's when do you get in and how serious are you to do something like that? But, you know, how many running backs are great analysts? Usually we think it's like uh, catchers in baseball and quarterbacks in football. Yeah, McLevin. You know what struck me, too, about analysts? John Madden worked for every network. So for Romo to jump, remember he worked yeah. for NBC? So jumping is not something that – that's something that could happen with him, right? Uh, the great well, element. for $11 million a year. But it's funny. You think the – you know, I think of him as a CBS guy in my mind, and I think of Aikman as a Fox guy. Yeah, but that's because that's where they've been. You just see Tony with, with Jim Nance, and, it, and, it, and it's a comfortable pair. You know, Joe and, and Troy is a comfortable pair. Yeah, uh, I imagine that kind of sentiment that Andrew was just talking about was even stronger back in the day when there was only three networks. You know, you were either NBC, ABC, CBS, or whatever. Now there's so many different outlets that have the game. Well, you had Pat Summerall and John Madden. See, to me, like that is the iconic duo. Yeah. Keith and Dan and Summerall. And Something like that. Yeah. Thank you, McLevin. Yes, Paul. It also shows how little we know. If you said four years ago, Tony Romo was on pace to be the highest-paid broadcaster in history, I said, no, no, no. That doesn't, no, it would not match. He, there's a lot of guys who don't show you that they have any, you know, capability of doing this. Uh, Sterling Sharp with the Packers didn't like the media. And then he got in and became a really, really good analyst. Very, very knowledgeable. And a lot of guys don't, and I never saw that with Tony Romo. He didn't share too much with the media. As promised, here's a clip from the big podcast with Shaq. No need wasting time. Oh, you want to get right to it? Oh, yeah, let's get right to it. Oh, my all right, gosh. here we go. Ready? Boy, he's in an all-business mood today. Well, it's, it's not I'm in a business mood. I just don't like it. I, this is a weird, weird no, story. It's not, it's not yes, weird. Yes, it is. It, it is weird. You no, know, it's not weird. Okay. It's, it's, it's the new generation we live in. Yeah, I think you're right. People will feel so comfortable in their house and behind their phones and, you know, when they know I'm not around. But I'm not hard to find. Yeah. Both both guys had ample opportunity. What did they do? Put their heads down like the little puppies they are and walk away. Okay. <laughs> now, you see, Shaq, the idea of Dwight Howard and JaVale McGee wanting to fight you. Okay, this came up, by the way, on, on Danny Green's and podcast. Did. And it did. Um, th- th- I guess Dwight Howard said, uh, quote, I was like uh, to JaVale, hey, man, did you want to fight Shaq? And he was like, man, I did. I did, too. But then there's two things we got to worry about. He's a cop. So if we hurt him, we're going to jail. The hell out of here! You're gonna hurt oh, no, And yeah. two, if Jack gets a hold of us, it's over. <laughs> Either one of them. But, yeah. But it just speaks to my leadership abilities because what I did is I made them become good players, and exactly what I wanted, exactly what happened to me. Will Chamberlain and Kareem made me so freaking mad. Well, I didn't want to fight them because of the respect I have for them. See, these young guys don't have respect for the elders, but they made me so mad. I said, "Okay, I'm gonna make y'all remember my name." And. uh I'm uh, noticing their name. You know, JaVale has a couple of championships under his belt, but guess what? You're welcome. I did that. That's what I do. I make people so pissed off 
They want to fight me. Kobe wanted to fight me. How many rings we got, B-Dog? Mr. Refreshment? Oh, well, wait a minute now. Uh-huh. <laughs> Mr. Refreshment, how many rings I got? Me, me, Kobe, me, had, Kobe has five. You have four. Okay, no, but how many rings do me and Kobe have? Y'all got three. Exactly. So that's what a leader does. I ruffle feathers. I know what the hell I'm doing. Like, I know they're playing. But I'm just saying that what I did to to ruffle the feathers made them okay players. Javel has two rings, and Dwight, if they keep playing, he's going to have a ring. And all I can say is you're welcome. It's Mattress Firm's Daylight Savings Sale. This weekend, you might lose an hour, but you can gain a better night's sleep. Save up to $600 when you get a king bed for a queen price and a queen for a twin. Plus, Friday through Tuesday, get a free adjustable base when you spend just $4.99. Don't wait. Visit a store near you or mattressfirm.com to find your perfect bed. Your budget stretches further at Mattress Firm. Offer valid and qualifying purchase. Restrictions apply. Draw the participating locations only. Draw for details. Visit mattressfirm.com slash sale. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 73120. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details.